When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Where do you go when you're feeling tired, torn apart by all the wear? The places you know you can keep it secret, never have to share. Oh, the time is a wasting, but I know you can face this. Hey guys, Dave Thomas here at Bowhunter Planet, and this uh, little portion here is just a prelude to the audio about to come up here. I'm really excited about this podcast that we did here. This is with Nathan Angelo. Nathan is a um, he is a recording artist, and he is a touring artist, and uh, he's a musician. So he's got his music is just amazing, and, and I'm going to play here for you guys to listen to a little bit of it before we start the show. Um, but we did do this interview with him, and uh, it was really exciting uh, to speak to a musician because I, for one, uh, have a big music background. I play guitar for a long time now and sang it live in coffee shops, different things. And it was really important to me when I did Bowhunter Planet that I wasn't just going to touch on just bow hunting. I wanted to touch on inspiration and uh, the people who inspire me um, to work harder at what I do, um, even though I didn't become a musician, obviously. But uh, whatever I do with you guys with BHP, I want to do it the right way. And put a lot into it, enjoy it, and uh, my inspiration comes from people like Nathan, and that's that's what I wanted to make sure people understood about me is that uh, music drives me, and I hope it drives you too. And um, having these kinds of sounds and different tunes and tones just really helped me get through my normal day, um, and inspired me to help do more in the bow hunting industry as well. Um, now, you know, for you, it might not, it might not fit you right. This music might not be for you and that's okay. Music is not supposed to be specific to each person. I mean, we like what we like and that's, that's okay. Um, but for me and the inspiration I gather, uh, some people like Nathan and, and watching someone like them and, and him do what they do every day, uh, put their life on the line to make a, a living doing something they love to do. Um, and it's a business. It's their, it's their own business, and it's like basically owning your own company and trying to um, squeeze money out, right, <laughs> and survive. 
Uh, a, a normal recording artist doesn't make multi-million dollar deals or not Ed Sheeran here. Uh, you know, this isn't like a huge thing. This is a touring musician who loves what he does and gets paid to do it and, and it makes a living from it. So it's really cool. And the music's awesome, though. If it, if it wasn't good, it's one thing. But uh, the music is right up there with any artist in the industry today. So that's what makes it really cool. So I'm going to play a couple different songs to you right now before we actually get into the interview with Nathan. Um, I think it, it's really important to do that. And uh, about him a little bit, he uh, he was born in New York and then he moved to southern uh, Florida where he was raised for a long time and got a lot of his inspiration um, down there and from um, playing in a church. His dad was a pastor at a church, um, and uh, he then eventually moved to South Carolina where he resides today. Um, but he's got a lot of, um, I don't know what the term would be, um, I guess there's a little bit of country in there. There's a little bit of, you know, pop, I guess. There's all different sorts of genres in his music, in my opinion, and uh when you get keyboards and you do keys, that that's you know you can get that pretty easily with a different sound. So anyway, here's a couple clips from his songs, and I hope you enjoy them. And then we'll get right into the actual interview. Thanks. Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast with your host, Team BHP. Hello and welcome to the Bowhunter Plant Podcast. Myself, Dave Thomas, Kevin Conlon, and Tim Azarana. And tonight we have a very special guest, uh, Nathan Angelo, and his guitar player, Cantlin. Is that right? Catlin, yes, sir. Catlin, all right, cool. <laughs> so what's going on, guys? How you doing? We're good. We're good. Just finished up some sound check here in Charleston, South Carolina. Getting ready to play a show tonight. Just uh, starting a southern leg of our tour here very exciting yeah man that's cool so nathan uh tell us a little bit about yourself and in, in, in your history of music because i i know this is most people are probably thinking like why do you have a musician onto this podcast but one of the things that i wanted to promote really heavily was the concept of uh inspirational people people that 
um, work hard in, in achieving the things in life they want to do. And I, I, I really, um, my hat's off to you, Nathan, for doing, being a musician and recording artist. That's not very easy to do. Um, and growing up in the, in the South and in the Southeast, um, uh, that is a lot of outdoor heritage and, and history and stuff like that. I know you don't necessarily hunt directly, but um, you're still surrounded by lots of that. So I kind of just want to, you know, have you on to hear about you and, and uh, those type of things. So, yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, so I, I kind of grew up uh, across the southeast, and um, my, my dad was a pastor, so we traveled. Uh, we moved. We moved a decent amount, and uh, my family. Uh, a lot of musicians in my family, piano players and singers, and I, uh, I, I tried to escape music when I when I went off to college, but I couldn't escape it. Then <laughs> uh, I, I stopped trying to, uh, to to get away from it and just started pursuing it, and here I am, about ten years later. So yeah, that's awesome, man. That's just really exciting, yeah, and uh... pursuing it. <laughs> <laughs> It's just cool, especially even tonight, like, you know, you guys are getting ready to play a show, and uh, how many shows will you guys play this year? Um, uh, including, like, private parties and stuff, probably, I don't know, 50. Wow, nice. holy cow. That's good, man. That's so. pretty sweet. <clears throat> I have, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm digging your stuff, by the way. Oh yeah. So you got that. You got the new the, the new album that came out this year, and uh, dude, there's a little bit of funk, a little bit of folk going on. That's what that. I said. I was it's, talking to Nathan yesterday about it's it. It's pretty cool. I tried to talk to everybody a little bit before the podcast just to discuss some things. And Nathan and I were talking, and um, I just said, you know, I, I feel a little country in there, but then like I don't like in it. But there's a lot of styles in there, I think, and, yes, and it's very yeah. unique. So that's important, and I, I think you guys are doing a great job with that. The uniqueness is incredible, um, but it's you know I guess the thought the first things that I think of um, when I hear your music is uh, you know I think of Ben Rector a little bit I think of Gavin DeGraw um, a lot of the keys type players but um, you know one of the big ones uh, Tim and I Tim and I are big into music I mean we've always have been since college and stuff we grew up listening to Dave Matthews um, you know Matt Nathanson Howie Day some of the names I we talked about in our, our conversation. Um, but Matt Kearney is one that we've really liked a lot over the past few years. Him and I together have been a big fan of Matt. And um, when he did come to Michigan and he played at the um, uh, Royal Oak Music Theater, it was incredible. And that's why I told you we, it would be so awesome to have you come up here and play in that venue because it is yeah, such a beautiful awesome, venue. And it, it's it's not too big. It's not too small. It's like one of those perfect. It's intimate. It's intimate. Yeah, it's a great yeah. it's a great setting. And uh, you, my point is you let us know what we need to do to help get the crowd there. To make you guys come up, <laughs> we'll blow we'll blow up your Instagram. Yeah, we'll blow up the want. Instagram. Trying to get... <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> so what's what else is going on? You guys are about to play, and I'm, I guess well, how do you guys prep for a show? Like, what can you tell us about? Like, what goes into that? <laughs> well, my my drummer's over here act, uh, uh, doing doing the acting like he's snorting cocaine, but that's not what we. That's not what we. <laughs> We keep it clean on the Nathan Angelo. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. No, we just, man, he's not addicted. He just likes the way it smells. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, we, uh, we just, uh, I don't know, man. We just, uh, we try, we try to keep good vibes going and, uh, have a good time hanging. We, um, 
some these guys that I uh, I'm fortunate enough to to play with a lot of my uh, close friends, which is really awesome. And uh, yeah, we just you know come out here and have a good time, play some music, and um, yeah, it's, it's just great. So, so other than I doing mean, really cool uh, podcasts, um, what do you guys do to kind of kick back and chill when you're not like prepping for a show or like doing sound checks and all that stuff? Uh, what else? <clears throat> Um, I like to go for a run. Um, that that helps me uh, relieve some of that pent up stress and aggression. Uh, but uh, what what do you like to do to relieve your stress? I, I, I literally like scout my public hunting land. Boom! <laughs> oh, look at that! <laughs> nice. So, where where yeah. Cantlin, Where'd you grow up hunting? Like what states? Catlook or hunt stand, like those ants, the, the apps, I just, I killed them. They're great. They're great. I'm, I'm creeping on what property, that kind of thing. What what states are you hunting in? Just South Carolina. A lot of uh, hog and deer, or what, what kind of animals? Uh, well, the hogs are really terrible in, in some spots. Um, I'm actually, I'm looking at a new property this year. Of course, our bow season opens up September 15th. Oh, boy. And then we have, we have like a whole month of primitive, like, you know, archery and muzzleloader. And then we've got uh, rifle opens October 15th. So so I'm kind of prepping for, for the early bow season. And I have one, one property that is just overwhelmed with hogs. But, you know, 20 minutes away in, the, in my, like, home spot that I hunt all the time... I've never even seen a hog, so I don't wow. know. It's, but when they when they get bad, they get stupid. That's crazy. What kind of uh, bow are you shooting this year? I'm shooting an Elite 32. Um, oh, here we go. He knows what he's doing over here. <laughs> so okay, so here, here here's my setup this this year. I bought it. I bought it used. Um, I bought a, an Elite Smart 32. Man. I bought a um, and you know the string was worn out when I when I bought it. It had some miles on it, so I, I ordered a string uh, from this guy in Alabama. It's Crocker's Customs, I think is the guy's name. Okay. I think he shoots, maybe shoots for Matthews. I don't know what what his what his deal is, but he makes a great string though. It's served really tightly. It's, it's a good string. Anyways, uh, it's a it's got an IQ probe, uh, seven seven pin. Um, let's see the oh, and it also it has a vendetta on it. Oh, cool and. You like that or no? And, and you know, man, for like for years, my buddies have shot have shot with vendettas, and I really give them hell about it. Like I, I really made fun of them for about for for several years. But now that I have one, it's the best thing in the world. And I'm still gonna make fun of them. It's kind of like. Now that goes on the handle, right? There's like a button on the on the on the riser, like where your hand is. Yeah, it's got a little pressure switch. Um, you know, it's kind of the same as like a Bluetooth. It's like you wear the Bluetooth around your neck and you see those people talking to themselves in Walmart. So you make fun of them until you like get your own and it's the best thing in the world. <laughs> that's awesome. So that's, that's how I feel about the Vendetta. Definitely never going to hunt without it. Yeah, that's cool, man. It makes sense, though, if you think about it. You know, it's a simple concept, but yet it, it's going to work, you know, and just have that option uh, to do it quickly, you know, without having to pull up another, you know, hand or whatnot. 
It really is great, man. So that's uh, that's what I'm shooting bow-wise uh, this year. Pretty excited about it. I'm really happy with, with the Elite setup. Yeah, that's a good bow, man. That's really top-notch. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, uh, if you guys, if you guys ever, I mean, have you guys been to Michigan? I have. I played in uh, Grand Rapids and just outside of Detroit, Pontiac. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, yep. your clutch Not cargo, clutch cargo. Oh, what's what, what are those <laughs> venues up there in Pontiac? I forget. I think it's so, clutch cargo. That's the only one I remember. Yeah, they well they have the amphitheater outside too, on top of the parking structure. The crow's nest. The crow's nest. Oh, that's oh possible. yeah, yep, yep, that's yep, possible. Yep. Or is that still going? Um, remember if it is or not. Yeah, I'm not sure on that one. Ooh, yeah. Hey Nathan, make sure you remind me to send you a selfie stick. Yeah, bow hunter plant hat for your head for your next video and a selfie stick. <laughs> hey, good music video by the way. That was cool, man. The new music video. The whole thing, make a whole video with the selfie stick. <laughs> there you go. That'd be that'd be pretty sweet, actually. Would Actually, be would be better. Cool. Let's see. Let's get you shooting a bow for the first time. We'll get that on video. See how that goes. There you go. <laughs> you got to write, write a song about firsts. Write a song about first and BHP somehow. <laughs> you know what? You should do that in the next song. Just somehow be like, baby BHP. So throw it in there. You know, <laughs> just in a high pitch. Just throw it in. No one will know, but you and me. Just you and me will know. <laughs> takes place once the years have gone before we breathe the missing piece the better half the friendships that we crave the dream we pray that they'll ever be leaving is the hardest thing in life without a doubt Forever's not a day can be found At least not on the ground But I wish for you All the meaning life can find Take a chance, take a ride Discovering reasons in the right And the flexible As the waves on a Not on the ground. 
So hey, tell me, tell me real quick about um, one of the one of the things we were talking about the other day, and um, we just recently saw Ted Nugent at the Freedom Hill Amphitheater here in Michigan. And one of the questions I had is, um, and being a musician yourself, uh, you guys are always backstage and see the backstages. Are they like really like awesome, or they really suck? Venues <laughs> that we're playing mostly the backstages suck. This one is actually like, <laughs> but like. Yeah, there's definitely. I wouldn't put my face on the couch because I'd get the <laughs> shit. It's pretty gross. Uh, um, can you make like really stupid requests too? Yeah, can you ask for dumb things like water and only in cups or whatever they do nowadays? It's so funny. Yeah, like only green M and M. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> the venues we're playing, we're typically playing the like you know. So Three to five hundred app rooms and stuff like that. So, if, um, if in a better venue, like a venue that let's say a top notch venue, one like Eminem would play, or I don't know, uh, like uh, J Lo or whatever, right? Somebody like really high up in the music because you're industry. in the same realm. What, what right? would yeah. would you know anything like what that would be like? Yeah, you get a you get catering passes. Like you have your own room. Like each artist will have his own like a room, like with couches and a. In some cases, you'll have a gift basket with all kind of miscellaneous videos. <laughs> like iPads and stuff? <laughs> yeah. That's uh, bull. That's bull, Nathan. You should have I, that. I, I'm not happy about this. <laughs> an exact, like, furniture setup that she wanted wow. in everywhere. That's excessive. But maybe back in the day. It might have been. Was that right? I was on one. I was playing for an artist last month that he got a freaking like uh, essential oil diffuser in his <laughs> basket. So like it's like this basket full of like the essentials like Advil and then like maybe Ooh, some wow. like uh, whole unroasted almonds and then some kind of like beard and wax myrrh, and myrrh. And myrrh. <laughs> <laughs> and then this, were there three guys? Were, were there three guys that dropped it off? And then like a big, they could be all kind of useless. Uh... Yeah, that's, so that's funny. That's pretty good, man. I um okay, Nathan. So uh, and you guys can both answer this separately because uh, you guys are both on. I got some like quick questions to ask you guys, but I'm looking for fast responses. Okay, so I don't want you thinking too much about this because I know what you're going to try to do and be like manipulate the question. But do not. Let's get a quick one. Favorite fast Let's food. Played us. There you go. Favorite fast food. <laughs> Fast food? Favorite one? Chick-fil-A. It's easily Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A? Uh, can't, I kind can't of expected that. that answer. I, I, I was thinking Bojangles, but that didn't. Bojangles. <laughs> <laughs> and Bojangles is uh, it's good. It's good. Um, what's in your CD player right now? Or MP3, whatever you want to call it. Is there some Chris Stapleton is in there for me? Actually, uh, not to suck up, but there is the new Nathan Angelo CD is in my chair. Damn! Ah, there you go. A matter of time. <laughs> Promo dropped. Uh, not because I played on a couple of the songs. Okay, these are first thoughts. So the first thought that comes to your head when I say this, this, these names, you guys got to be serious and tell me your first thoughts, even if it's bad. Dave Matthews Band. Acoustic? That's all I think of. <laughs> uh, frat Party. Okay. Luke Bryan. No. Truck. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
question. <laughs> oh, God. How do I do this? Um, <laughs> fa- favorite movie? Man, I like Remember the Titans. I ain't gonna lie. Notebook? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no, man. Remember, uh, Remember the Titans for me. I, I love that. Freaking great! The, the best movie I've seen in the last couple of years, is, and it just popped in my head: Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah man. good one. Do you see the second one too? Do you guys see the second one? <laughs> I haven't seen the second one. Awesome! Yet. Oh, you should wait till the ending. Oh my gosh, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> the other, the other one I was thinking of. The first one I thought of when I read my own question was the. Um, What's the one? It's the uh, he wears the uh, Deadpool. Oh man! My my all time favorite's Gladiator. Gladiator. That's a good movie. Um. Okay, this is a good one. This one, uh, salsa or guacamole? Oh, definitely guacamole, man. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, guacamole. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. All right, favorite. Okay, funniest thing. Now, you guys, I know you guys because you guys tour separately once in a while. So I'll let you each of you guys kind of figure this out separately, but. Funniest thing that has happened to you while on the road? Gosh. That you, can, that you can talk about, because I know your wives might listen to this. So, <laughs> <laughs> Funniest thing. like I don't know. I mean, I can imagine there's some weird stuff that happens to you guys around the road. But I had to ask the question. It's too funny. There's got to be something hilarious. Do, mm. do, 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 They're do, trying to figure out what they don't do, want to say. That's the do, do, do. I thing that ever happened to me, and it's not the funniest, but uh, I, man, I can't think of the funniest. I don't know, man. Gosh, it's. it's I'll take uh, anything. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> funniest thing that ever happened. To me. Oh, uh, dead gum. Dead gum. All right. Two weeks ago, uh, we were we were driving from Pittsburgh to Connecticut, and um, I wasn't driving. I drive sometimes in the car, and I wasn't driving this time. And we hear this noise go over our heads, like, and, like and the car like rattled. I was like, what the hell is that? And and I look up, and it's a fighter jet, and they're like going over the interstate, doing tricks and getting like close to the cars. No. Oh my. Like kept coming back, wow. and kept coming back, like freaking out, screaming, "He's gonna totally f up and land on us." <laughs> this is how I die. You I sure die. he wasn't Russian? Russian. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know why it freaked me out so bad, but it really did. It it's kind of weird, really. I mean, that low. Expected for sure. That's Anyways, everybody was like laughing and having a great time because I was freaking out. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most of uh, most of the guys that I play with, they eventually figure out that I like to like to tote a I like to tote a pistol about everywhere that I go, that I can. And um, the the last set of dates I had uh, was a, just a bunch of flying around for like two weeks. We had we had just flights every other day, and. Uh, I told the guys, I was like, man, I haven't flown in like five or six years. And uh, when we got, we were at the Delta terminal in Atlanta, and the guy stopped me before we went into the TSA check. And he was like, wait, 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 wait. Do you have your pistol on you? And I'm like, Jesus, man, I'm not that dumb. 
But it's a constant. Now they really give me give me a lot of trouble all the time. I was going to ask you guys, I know because you guys are both obviously musicians uh, for a long time, what instruments do you guys play, each of you, like besides just what you do right now? Yeah, pretty pretty much one trick pony, man. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> no, no. I, I sing. Sing and, yeah, play guitar, shoot buzz. That's about it. I, uh, mainly piano for me. I mean, I, I played a little bit of drums growing up, but... I gave it up when I was, uh, <laughs> why are you laughing, Chris? My drum <laughs> But, uh, and I also played like a little, a little bit of guitar, but nothing to speak of. I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit of auto I'm a, I'm a piano, I'm a piano player and a singer, so. What kind of, uh, what kind of keyboards do you use mainly, the brand? I, I use Nord. Um, I've got a 88 key stage Nord, stage two, um. Got it like six or seven years back, and love it. It's it's a workhorse. Got just great great sounds, uh, especially for what I do. I mean, I I really pull from three or four uh, just you know um, classic sounds, and it's got got some of the best. So so when you're at home, do you play like on a Steinway or something? If you do a piano style, uh, at, at home I've, I've got a I've got an upright piano that I, I play on. Yeah, it's, it's a Whirlus or upright. Um, and um, I would love to have a Steinway. He <laughs> <laughs> wants to donate one to me. He wants, he wants to bless I, 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 ministries. I, I, will, I will give you my address. <laughs> no joke. I was at a. I was at a piano. I was at a piano. My wife does piano as well, and I was at a piano um, store with her, and they had this event going on for. Uh, she was a piano teacher. My wife, and they had an event going on, and. Sarah McLaughlin was playing from her studio in Toronto, or not Toronto, uh, is it Toronto? No, Vancouver. She was in Vancouver, yeah. and the piano was playing what she was playing live in Yamaha, like on the keys were playing what she was playing at her studio. It was the weirdest thing in Michigan, listening to that. Like player piano kind of thing? She played the she played a keyboard in, in Vancouver, and the keyboard in front of us, actually the, 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 the keys went down and played the same exact thing she was playing live. It was wild. I was like, "What's going on here?" That's that's just some good. Time. It was like a ghost is playing, but really it was her. It was very odd. I, I don't. Uh... Well, it was, she was in the arms of an angel. You know, she was in the arms of an angel. <laughs> oh my! God. I just want to donate the dogs right now. I don't know why. You want to donate the Americans? Main side? We don't do that here. That's against bow hunting. All regulations of bow hunters. We love dogs, but unfortunately, <laughs> we do not uh, work with Humane Society. We should learn that lesson a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. I could put the pen down to the paper Some melodies put down to tape I get it right sooner Because I hear the perfect song Every time I see your face I was born to love you The one thing I just can't live without Born to satisfy your needs I'm alive to hold you The only man 
Awesome, guys. Yeah, I mean, uh, so Nathan, uh, tell us about the new CD. I mean, obviously you put some work into that and creating it, and uh, the, 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 I mean, it's, it's an amazing CD. It's, the songs are awesome. Yes. I, I've been very impressed, and I'm very picky with music, I'm not going to lie, but uh, Tim, too, and I, I think we both were like, wow, this is really good, and I told you yesterday on the phone it was awesome. Tell us about kind of how you, you know, how you go into the writing part of it. Like, how do you come up with these songs? And I know it's probably not easy, but, I mean, I guess let's talk a little bit about what what that album means to you and how you came up with it yeah well uh i mean for me just writing's become a kind of a way of life and i just kind of discipline myself sit down and try to do it ever so often and you know um some some of the stuff sticks and some of the stuff i throw away <laughs> so uh typically the the songs that the cream that comes to the the top um, is the, the the stuff that you're hearing? So, um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've I've been writing songs, you know, consistently for about a decade now, you know, and um, I, I still love to do it. And it, it was a little bit trickier this past go round because of uh, kind of medical stuff with my daughter, um, but uh, fortunately, we're still able to just find some time and. So a few of the songs were actually written just from interacting with my daughter. Um, she's uh, she's two and a half now, and uh, a buddy of mine bought her this little like toy piano, and uh, so I would sit down on the ground sometimes with her and play some songs. She just love it, you know, and I just play some little ditties. And every once in a while, I get something. I was like, oh, I'm keeping that. I'm making that a song. You know, and so actually one of the songs in the album, Losing Touch, that's that's where that started, was on the little toy piano on the floor. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, man, another, another one kind of came up like that, too, where it was morning and, you know, uh, just sitting down for breakfast with my wife and my daughter and start, like, just making a beat on the table, banging on the table. And she's, like, she's like freaking out, you know, just loving it. And uh, I start getting this idea for a song in my head, so I go and run to the piano really quick and... Uh, kind of get the piano part, start banging it out, and um, that song became timeless. The the video that you, I think you mentioned earlier. Yeah, um, very that, cool. Uh, that that song started with making a beat on the table for my daughter. <laughs> That's so funny. That is awesome, though. It's it's crazy where songs can come from, and then they can come from more like personal, serious places. You know, um, beautiful world is one of those. Um, just kind of with some of the medical stuff with my daughter, I wanted to, to write a song to her that was hopeful, but also realistic, kind of about that life is hard, but, you know, it's, it's beautiful nonetheless. And um, so, you know, sometimes it starts with the lyrics, sometimes it starts with the beat, sometimes it starts with the melody. Um, but uh, it's kind of, uh, I think, it's, it, to me, I think songwriting is kind of like hunting. You have to show up. <laughs> and you have to wait. <laughs> True. <laughs> and you have to you have to wait for uh, you got to wait for that right moment. And if you're skilled enough to kind of uh, capitalize on it, then um, you have a good day. You have a good day there, or you know you have a good good day in, in the songwriting zone. So damn, that's real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write that down. Dang, man. That's deep. <clears throat> that's deep. That's deep. That's a little too deep. For me. I'm just kidding. Um, do I dare ask you, do I dare ask you where or what or who the song Forgetting You was all about? 
would take it And not a second less I'd erase it Memories of you and I Locked away in my mind The hurt's so bad And that is why Forgetting the way Yeah, no. <laughs> so that's an actually an interesting story. This girl that I was like, I'd gone on a few dates with back in college, kind of just had this big crush on, um, and then she kind of cut the cord, wasn't feeling it for whatever reason. Um, and um, But we still kind of remained friends and would hang out. There was like these always these little glimmers of hope when we would hang out. For whatever reason, I couldn't let, let this girl go in my head. So I'm, I'm uh, flying out to L.A. probably like five or six years ago to uh, go out there to write with some folks. And I'm on the plane sitting beside this guy, and I knew this guy happened to be um, the boyfriend of this, this girl because she was from L.A. And he tells me on the plane that they're going to get married. And I'm coming down the escalator with this dude. No and way. she's out of waiting for him. No <laughs> way. But I'm coming down this the, the escalator. This is the worst story of all time. Oh, my God. The next day, he's marrying her, and I'm in a writing room writing a song for Getting You. And, uh, oh, man. Yeah, because it was time. That's was absolutely time. crazy, though. <laughs> Or it's a matter of time. <laughs> so how many CDs do you have now? Uh, four full-length projects and uh, a couple EPs. So. Very cool. How many songs total would you say? Probably about close to 65, 70 original. So how does, that, how does that work for a touring artist like yourself? Do you have to memorize every single one of those? Yeah, I mean, I, I probably wouldn't remember a lot of them um, so, so basically it's, it goes around the set like right now tonight you'll play will you play all the new songs or some of the mix I'll, I'll play a majority of new songs and i'll play some of the like some of the non-hits hits <laughs> yeah what would you say is, what would you say is your most popular song of all time so far i'll tell you what spotify says in a minute <laughs> i would say it's Definitely not what you'd see on Spotify, to be, to be completely honest. Uh, <laughs> and Born to Love You, probably. Oh, yeah, um, great songs. Forget, forgetting You has become a big one on Spotify. I think it's a little bit of a... Um, I think it's become pretty popular, but, like, back in the day with, like, you know, when people were actually buying the music, I think Love Sucks was kind of undeniably the number one single, and then... Um, and then um, Born to Love You is like kind of right there behind it. So what is your favorite yeah, song? Yeah, what's your favorite song? Day is another one. 
Uh, Tillum 99's become really popular in the past few years. Um, what's my favorite? Yeah. Yeah. That is a hard question. What is my favorite song? Yeah, Which that, one do you that, like that performing hard. the most? Not maybe. Yeah, probably one of the the yeah. ones that Catlin played on, he said. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. It's tough to say. I mean, September 22nd's uh, always been a special one for me. Um, I still really like Born to Love You until 99. Um, Thank You is kind of a special one for me and my wife. Um, um, but... Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's like, how do you pick a favorite kid? You know? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, love their all memories, right? A different type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nathan, tell us real quick. Uh, you know, like myself, I have no idea how this works, and I, I'm interested because I want to help and I want to be a, a part of making you a stronger, you know, uh, artist. And so, it, for somebody like myself who wants to help and buy a CD or do something, how how do you do you? I mean, if I if I play it on like Google Play, do you get paid from that, or how does that work? Yeah, I mean, I, I get paid for, for, for streams um, and, and stuff like that. I mean, I, I definitely get more from, like, downloads um, when, when people are... What uh, if I stream it, though, and I play it a lot? <laughs> that's, that's, that's awesome. I mean, honestly. I'm just curious, right? Does it, like, if you play one song 30 times, is that worth more than buying it? You know what I mean? That's what I was getting at. It's, like no. a, it's definitely like a it's like a fraction of a cent. Oh, okay. To stream, I mean, you mean to, to stream it? Still, yeah. It's still yeah. better. Still better to to have it playing, have it spinning all the time. Yeah. But yeah, it's nothing compared to uh, when downloads were the thing. No. Yeah, you're talking yeah. The difference between eighty cents per song and like point zero zero eight cents. Gotcha. Per yeah. Song. All right, Nathan. Yeah. So that means I'm buying the CDs, bud. Don't worry about. It. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure, you know, because otherwise you're not going to get hit. You know, you don't get money from if I. I don't think people it. realize. You know, no, that's what I'm asking. I think Absolutely. it's important. No, I, no, I don't know anything. I, no. you know, it's a big difference, and it's also kind of like a bit of a struggle to. I mean, recording costs even for an independent artist are. Oh, can't high, imagine. You know? can, you, can, can you give us a range? Is it like ten grand, a hundred grand, or is it? You know. I mean, I, I would. It could get there. It could get to ten grand pretty easy. Yeah, I mean. Definitely five for sure, five or six. Yeah, you can get there easily. My mine was more in the range of in the fifteen range, you know. So, um, yeah. So I mean, like, so basically, for an artist, it's a mix of things, right? You're selling albums, you're selling hopefully clothing, you're also obviously doing the shows to help, you know, make money and bring stuff back. Um, it's yeah. a business, realistically. It's a big business <laughs> for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's your it's your life. It's a it's a big business. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, um, yeah, trying to find that way to, you know, back in the day, I, I could, I could know that okay, in in, in a year's time or in six months' time, I'm going to recoup it and then start making money beyond that. Yeah. But like, now it's a little bit harder. It's like, oh, okay, with, with the streaming kind of model, it's like this might take two years from yeah. on the music stuff like that. So. Um, I mean, it's it's a it's a labor of love, you know. I love to do it um, for sure. But yeah, I mean, I, I do want to keep doing it and and uh, not sink myself. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, going. man. Well, hey, Nathan, we'll let you go. Nathan Angelo, check out nathanangelo.com. 
uh, to learn more and uh, download the albums. You're going to love them. I'm telling you guys, it's really good seriously stuff. amazing. Really, really, really uh, good I'm stuff. a very big music critic, and um, this 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 stuff's awesome. I would never have had Nathan on if I didn't think it was amazing. So, um, new albums, a matter of time. And uh, again, NathanAngelo.com and. Uh, um, on tour now. On tour now, but not in Michigan. Yeah. Dang it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, you said real quick, Nathan, you said you do private parties. Is that something you come to Michigan for, a private party? Absolutely. Bam. Absolutely. Send me the cost. <laughs> Kevin's buying. i Iowa in a couple weeks for a private party. Awesome. Very cool, man. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, when we do the when we do the annual bow hunter planet uh, end of year party, maybe yeah, we, can, we, we can maybe we can arrange it if it's affordable. We'll see. You tell Come us. On. <laughs> wait, wait. During your bow season, it'll be at the end of the year. It's always at the end of the year, <laughs> okay. like January after season. <laughs> That's fine. Can't we shoot geese or something then? Is there? There's got to be something in season in January. You're always welcome to come up. We'll, Coyotes we'll take and care squirrels of all year round. We got Great Lakes fishing. We got salmon fishing. We got hunting. Absolutely welcome to Michigan. Uh, either one of you guys to come hang out whenever. Yeah, we'll get you outdoors. You play sure music. You we'll get you outdoors. Yeah. And and we'll play for your, we'll play for your pain ticket. Plane ticket. We got you. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll take hey, care. Hey, have okay? fun tonight too. Good luck. Have a good show. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHB. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.